Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And we're the Leftovers. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I did not agree to that. Hey, Chris. Hey, Mark. What's going on? Quite a bit. Such as? I don't know. I just You said quite a bit. Come on. Well, What's was, going on? That was sarcasm. Oh, I can't read on that very well. Sarcasm. What is that? What is that? Sarcasm. That's not the show today, is it? It could be if you want but to talk not. about it. But it's not. It's not what my notes say. Well, who says we have to go over your notes? We do. I said who said. We did. I didn't it's say an agreement that we. I have. did not have any agreement about your it's an notes. agreement that we have about our show. Not going to wear your headphones. We're going by the notes. Today's topic, Chris, is what? Well, the board outside that said drugs. Ooh. Someone wrote, made it a plus sign and said alcohol. So drugs and alcohol, but I don't know. Are we just going drugs? Are we doing drugs, drugs. and alcohol? I want a new drug. That's Huey Lewis, isn't it? We've had, uh-oh, did I have some deja vu? I don't know. Oh, did you have deja vu? I've said that, and you said, hey, don't. I like Huey Lewis, but don't don't be singing it. Remember that? Don't ruin it. Yeah. What happened? What, we've said that before, right? Uh, we've done too many of these podcasts. I don't remember what you said. Never too many, Chris. As I, We just got started. <laughs> and I still don't remember half the things we've talked about. Go back they and listen to them. Weeks ago, they're out there. They're out there for all to listen to. And hey, if you guys want to share, <laughs> we would greatly appreciate it. Share, comment, review, do everything that yeah. we don't know what we're doing. We so. have no idea. Well, Drugs. We have, we have a gist of what we're doing. Just somewhat. Yeah, we try. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. I mean, if people don't want to listen to us, hey, that's their fault. Don't give them a reason to quit listening. <laughs> <laughs> keep listening keep listening drugs chris what kind exactly that didn't answer my question what kind of drugs <laughs> all of them <laughs> uh first we got to get a definition good old google come into play this week and it said substance which has psychological effects when ingested or otherwise introduced into the body a substance which alters the process of the body. So, you can ingest, reason it said or otherwise introduced into the body, because you don't necessarily have to ingest it, but the majority of them that we're going to consider to talk about today, you will ingest one way or another. And so, let's just use that. So, once you've used it, it changes you, changes who you are psychologically. And probably chemically, physically as well. Mm, chemically, physically. So if you take something and it changes your mindset, it changes your actions, maybe it slows you down, maybe it speeds you up, it's not who you are without that said substance. Now you're a whole different, or not a whole different person, but you're changed, I guess, for lack of any other word I'm going to put in there. You're changed. Yeah, I mean, it could be for good, it could be for bad, depending on, I mean, if your body has an imbalance of certain chemicals or, I mean, the exact opposite would be if 
you want to take the edge off and somebody hands you this pill that says, hey, this will calm you down more. Is it a doctor or is it just someone else? Well, for it to be legal majority of the time, it has to be from a doctor. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean doctors can't do illegal things, mm-hmm. but that's why I said the majority. Or that you can't do illegal things with prescribed medications. Because as uh, it's said in some of my research, Chris, that nurses know the five rights of medications. And that's the right patient, right drug, right time, dose, and route. So if you take all of those things, right patient, right drug, right time, right dose, right route, you get all those things right, if you will, (laughs) or if you won't, use it anyway. You get those correct, there's a better word, then that medication is going to help, or drug, will help that person. But they all need to be right. And that's why they'd be correct or right. C. Well, just because, I mean, just because something's right doesn't mean it's the correct thing. Someone could have back pain that they've been taking for forever or taking drugs for forever. And, but their mind keeps telling them that their back hurts, their back hurts, their back hurts. And so they keep, that's their mind telling them that, hey, your back hurts, you need this drug to function. Well, it might it might be the correct thing or the right thing to have that drug to fix that ache, supposedly in your head. But the correct thing of that so that you don't get addicted to and it, have it constantly in your life because these certain pain meds can alter the way your brain is uh, feeling pain. Because it might just be wanting that that fix, but you don't actually need that drug. The idea is, though, if you get the right patient and line them up with the right drug at the right time, the right amount, and the right route to use it, that that should help the pain. And hopefully, uh, psychologically, it's not going to screw with them. But I guess, you know. It can. I Doctors mean, aren't perfect. They're no. Ju- they're just practicing. <laughs> I mean, that's why you practice <laughs> hence, medicine. <laughs> hence their name. <laughs> but if you can get all those lined up, just the best way you can as a doctor, then uh, what you're prescribing should help the person. Because if you just had you or I uh, prescribing uh, pain meds for someone, for one of our coworkers, it's to say, hey, my arm hurts, Chris, and... Uh, you have access to this. Here's, here's some oxycodone. <laughs> here's some. Just take a handful of this. Call me in the morning. You know if you're able to. But you know that's why we didn't go. We didn't go to school for all that, so no. we don't understand. Uh, if if a little's good, a lot more is better. Is that how that works? <laughs> that works in my life. No. Um, I mean, but, you would think. <laughs> you would think, but I'm going to guess that's not how it works. Uh, today, as we talk about medications and drugs when we're talking about medications or prescribed medicines let's kind of 
mention it like that, and then drugs will leave that word for the illegal medications or drugs. Uh, That way we can kind of distinguish between Well, I mean, a lot of our quote-unquote drugs that are pills are medications that people use either in the wrong doses or I was going to say the wrong amount after that, but people using the wrong doses for the wrong reasons. So, I mean, those, those medications are drugs basically. So if you have a headache, Chris, if Chris has a headache, what do you take for that headache? What is your go-to medication for a headache? Well, when I was in high school, it was ibuprofen, Mm -hmm. and I took way too much of that, so I'm to the point now that if, unless it, like, extremely hurts, I don't take anything, Mm -hmm. but ibuprofen was the original thing that I would take. That was the go-to? Yeah. I I used to take ibuprofen as well. Uh, I take Aleve in recent years. Just seems to work a lot better with my system. I mean, it's just, it's basically, from what I've seen, it's basically the same thing, but mm-hmm. with a different compound. Uh, some folks are t- Tylenol people. Some people are Exeteran people. Yep. Uh, aspirin is still a go-to, I suppose. Um, but I think a lot of times in families, you go to not necessarily you, but the people we're talking to, will go to what your parents took for headaches. So if your household was an Exeteran household, chances are you're an Exeteran household when you grow up. You go to what you are uh, confident in will help you. And And maybe if you saw Exeteran in your household for years and it never helped... Maybe your spouse now come from a Tylenol household, and you both said, you know what? We're going with a leave. <laughs> Neither one of those worked. We're going with something brand new. But I think a lot of times that's how uh, uh, the medications, o- over-the-counter stuff works is what you saw growing up, and now that's what you're what, going What to. works for you or what you saw growing up. Yeah, because, I mean – for a while there, I was, for my allergies, uh, Zyrtec was the thing. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my dad, any allergy thing he has is Zyrtec this, Zyrtec mm-hmm. this. And, I mean, that's all well and good for him, but Zyrtec doesn't really work for, well. And it costs say a just, hundred bucks a shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even the off-brand or the Walgreens or CVS brand. The Walt or something that doesn't work none of that works for me Mm -hmm. actually no real allergy medicine really works for me i usually just have to suffer through it Hmm. your body's an anti well okay i'm (laughs) I'm not using any of it benadryl but it's only the it's only the benadryl that makes you drowsy makes you go to sleep (laughs) and i i think it doesn't really work i think it just knocks me out yes you forget about being having allergies I know I was at work one day years ago, and my allergies were kicking. They were terrible shape. And the guy told me that's what I needed to take. Yep. So I went to the store, and I got – they sold them 
two in a little pack. Mm-hmm. I took them both. Like 12 bucks. Took them both. And I'm back to work. And I thought I was going to have to find a corner to go to sleep in. Yep. I didn't realize what I was taking. And I was I was groggy the rest of the day. But my allergies were good. <laughs> uh, but if you had, let's say, a little more serious pain. And say you had an achy tooth. That that's just that's one of the worst uh, that you can have. Uh, over the counter may look like you know something in the extra strength, uh, some of that other stuff. That, but yeah, it probably is not going to touch it. Uh, but you know, we try to up the ante when it comes to some serious pain, and some headaches can just be out of this world. You know, I've known people that had like serious headaches, make them throw up kind of headaches. The and, the, the worst pain that i think i've been in is right before i had both of my root canals mm-hmm. that was That's some a bad deal yeah oh yeah i mean it was so excruciating mm-hmm. that Makes i you think I, some bad things don't it <laughs> can i pull this tooth out myself well my <laughs> it could happen my dentist prescribed me oxycodone and that's when I learned that pain medication for me does nothing. No count. No. I mean, even uh, my sister and I both at the same time had our wisdom teeth taken out. Mm-hmm. And it did nothing for me then. So I, I, after I took it twice and I it had no relief for me, I didn't take anything after. And then again, when I had... Uh, right before my root canals, I had it again, and it did nothing for me there. And I'm just like, this, this is supposed to be this wonder pain relief drug, mm-hmm. and it's doing nothing for me. Yeah, here I am still hurting. Yeah, so. Um, so if you go to the doctor with severe pain of some kind, and the doctor prescribes you, like you said, maybe it's hydrocodone, maybe it's oxycodone, maybe it's... You know, something even a little stronger, um, his uh, or her um, idea of prescribing medicine isn't, you know, I, this is what I do every other day. I'll give that one three pills, call me in the morning. They have a educated guess on who you are and what would help you. And, you know, if someone... If someone tries to self-prescribe, chances are you're not going to use those educated guesses. It's no, going to be something like I said before. If a little's good, a lot has yeah. to be better. Uh, and I don't think it works out that way. I was asking myself when I was preparing for this, is can you take medications or drugs, whichever one, whichever one you want to use this with, in a way that would help you all right this is you prescribing to you okay you decide i'm going to take this much cocaine a day and i'm going to help my issues now whatever issues you want to inflict here if it's if it's depression if it's anxiety if it's just you hate your mother-in-law Whatever whatever you want to interject here, okay, I'm going to take a little cocaine a day, 
and and that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to do any more than that. Well, before you keep going, I'm going to say I don't hate my mother-in-law. No, that wasn't aimed at anybody. I don't have one, you so we're looking at me. That's why I could. What you mean? Look at the wall. Yes, look at the wall. <laughs> but now, as we get into say uh, street drugs, can you self-prescribe and use as effectively, safely, if you will? If uh, that if you were receiving it from a doctor safely, no, because the thing I mean, with all of the uh, with all the regulations and everything that go into uh, the making of pills and stuff like that, that that is heavy, heavily regulated in uh, so that, you know, to the milligram. Or it could even be smaller than that. The amount of a certain chemical that is going into it for a chemical compound, whereas with cocaine or heroin or any of these other drugs, you're buying from a guy who they've got to break it up somehow, or they're trying to put, I guess you could call it a filler or something in there, tad or something. Well, I mean, no, the, that was being that that is used in the yeah, but uh, right now, right now, cocaine. the big thing is fentanyl, and I mean, there's something way stronger than fentanyl out there. I was reading about it while I was preparing. Yeah, but I was but the shocked. big the big thing right now is uh, with China, uh, with all their stuff is they're bringing in fentanyl. It's getting mixed into pot. It's getting mixed into cocaine, uh, heroin, mm-hmm. and it's killing people left and right, but it it is such a popular thing because of if it's used in correct doses, uh, it can give you the best high ever. Apparently, I don't know. So if I'll use cocaine again because I know absolutely nothing about it, um, if that was regulated, uh. To where you could uh, go to your local whatever pharmacy and get it, then then that substance now is legal. Could someone now use it legally, safely, versus I I could see it being safer from a pharmacy than it would be on the street for sure. I mean, that just goes without saying, although I said it. Safer, possibly. Yeah. But anytime you add the government into anything, whether it's, it doesn't matter party-wise, the government itself. It'll be taxed. You, I mean, let's go ahead and when, put that over here. When uh, you add the government to anything, mm-hmm. majority of the time it ruins the whole operation. Well, I mean, we get hydrocodone. Uh, let's say without government regulation, what does it look like to go get hydrocodone from the street to help your pain? I'm going to say the regulation helps, not hurts. Somewhat. Yeah. You'll still, it'll get to the point where, well, I say you'll get to the point. It's already to the point where buying hydrocodone from the pharmacy takes a lot more money than going down to your corner store not if you have insurance okay for three years i took 
uh, hydrocodone. Serious injury that I don't want to talk about. Well, um, don't talk about it. I'm not, but just to say the reason I was taking the hydrocodone, uh, and it's one of the cheapest things I've ever had from the pharmacy. To me, they were just handing it out willy-nilly. Uh, yes, I had insurance, um, but still 8 to $10 a bottle. I mean, it's nothing. And Through insurance. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have insurance. It's a lot more well, than that. Well, they showed what the – I can't remember now. It's been a few years ago. But they showed what it would be without insurance. It wasn't crazy high like you would think. But um, to say I have took hydrocodone on a regular basis and oxycodone, which I hated, but I had to because of my injury I had, that I could imagine – if I had went through that injury and I didn't have anything available like that from a doctor, then how would I have covered the pain? How someone would do, maybe they, they don't, they're not living in a structured system. Maybe they don't have a job. Maybe they don't have money. Maybe they don't have insurance. How, and they hurt them, they hurt themselves like I hurt myself. So how would they cover their pain? Would it be with cocaine? Would it be with heroin? Would it be with ecstasy or alcohol? Well, so a lot of a lot of pharmacies have generic brands that are a lot cheaper, and they're usually. Oh, let me say the hydrocodone was a generic, yes, for eight dollars a bottle. Yeah. Correct, and so I mean, pharmacies will help out from from my experience Mm -hmm. pharmacies will help out as best they can to help with people and their finances um i know that there's plenty of uh church groups that if somebody like you're talking about like yourself that got injured Mm -hmm. and they can't afford the pain meds uh these groups will help them pay for those meds for a certain period of time because i've there was something like after so long, uh, it becomes into addiction ter- territory. Mm-hmm. Depending, well, see, even when I was going through my injury, even the process I was going through said, "We're done with you. You're, you're done." And I was like, "Well, no, I'm still in serious pain here." And they're like, "Oh, we're we're, we're done with you," and so. You know, I'm thinking I live a pretty structured life, and I would just imagine as somebody who's not so structured, maybe maybe they're one paycheck away from being homeless, which a lot of us are in that, and we just don't realize it. But just imagine, do, do you just, I mean, I, I've never had an injury to, to hurt me for so long consistently to where it was 24 hours a day you know, hurt 24 hours a day. I've never had anything like that. Hope I never do again. Uh, But I wonder if I did not have the pain medicines, how I would have, how I would have covered the pain that, that really worries me for other folks, not just for me, but for other folks, maybe. Well, that that's where bad people ruin it for good people Mm -hmm. because you had too many bad doctors writing prescriptions like crazy for these people to go to well, the pharmacy. 
I don't mean to interrupt you. The Quit doctor, interrupting me. I'm Always interrupt me. <laughs> well, the Try doctor me. I had, he was only allowed to prescribe so many times. Now, I had a three-year injury. Correct. And that was... And up to a time, he told me, he said, I'm not supposed to prescribe you anymore. But he knew my situation, and I don't think he was, like, in the wrong trying to help me. He just didn't know anything else to do. I understand that, but what I'm getting at is is you've had too many bad doctors and bad people that were overdoing the system and because of that there were regulations put into place to where the the people that actually weren't uh, having pain or the let me rephrase it uh, to where now where there's good doctors trying to help people that aren't trying to gain the system they're actually in pain they can only prescribe so much because you had these bad doctors over there writing scripts left and right for these people uh, for opioids and stuff like that. So now people that are, I'm not saying there weren't people actually in pain then, but there was too, there was so many more people that were trying to get a hold of those drugs because of how they made them feel. And it wasn't for the pain. I think what that looks like though is this i think a lot of people like myself were prescribed painkillers with zero end inside like we're going to prescribe but we're not going to tell you how to get off of them because that's something i never got okay i get that that was that's some of it but also some of it was um, how everybody perceived um, when uh, California went into uh, the medical marijuana. Because it was either Colorado or California that was the first place to have the medical marijuana. Colorado high. But it was after the first like two or three months, it finally came out that, hey, all you got to do is go to your doctor and say, oh, I've got uh, glaucoma. Gla- yeah. <laughs> or you just Snoop Dogg's got glaucoma. What are you talking about? Oh, my ankle hurts. Oh, my <laughs> wrist hurts. Oh, my neck hurts. And they prescribe you a, a marijuana card. card so you can go down to the street to the yeah. dispensary and buy marijuana. Do you think marijuana, would you put it in your mind, would you put marijuana in the same category as hydrocodone? What do you mean category? How how are we categorizing it? As the reason the person started on it in the first place. Not how they ended, but how they got started. Uh, I, I'll just leave it at that. Do you put those in the same category? So I don't believe the majority of people who start smoking marijuana do it because of pain. I believe the majority of people that start marijuana want to get high and get a release but not on their own supply i had to put that in there you told me okay. a few episodes ago to quit saying it so <laughs> keep interrupting me. Good. yeah that's how it works but no um i see what you're trying to do majority of people that smoke marijuana want it for the high or well, yeah 
But it's, it's, you it's don't not think for, a percentage of those people have have a ache or a pain? That's not what I what mm-hmm. I said. Is the majority majority? There are people that have aches and pains, and it helps them. I know mm-hmm. I know people that it was like that for them. Mm-hmm. They decided to get off of it. But maybe the one you said that just wanted to hide. Maybe they're headed off at the pass. It's going to keep them from hurting in the future. What, did, what in the world <laughs> did you just say? <laughs> Heading it off at the pass—that's oh. an old rodeo term. Or I didn't. I didn't hear term. heading it. Yeah, I just heard head it off at, the pass. I was like, headed off at the pass. What? What? You can't see my mouth, so no, I can't. It's hard to understand sometimes. I prefer not to see it. Oh, Ooh. he said, "I can cover up your face." Uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe somebody that started marijuana. Maybe they just said, "Hey, I don't want to hurt when I'm eighty, so I'll start smoke smoking when I'm 40. That makes no sense. Yeah, you're heading it off at the pass. Start smoking early, get enough ingested, so when you get real old, you won't so hurt. So when you get older, it doesn't you won't help. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, that's the, that's, that's the thing about most most things is the more you do it, the more you need. Like oxycodone. Okay, uh, you do it for so long that that same amount of oxycodone probably isn't doing the same for you Mm -hmm. so you gotta up the dosage for it to actually for you to actually feel it yep i mean that's uh that's the majority of the times what you hear about drug addicts is they start off with oh just a bump of cocaine here or there and then it's a bump every day and then it's about a toot then it's it's about four bumps a day a couple of toots well, you can say bump. I can say toot. What is a toot? It's the same thing. It's a bump. It's a toot. Need to get that pen away from me so I quit. Mushrooms. Shrooms. Is it, people there's use, difference. People use those as well for pain killing and LSD is another one. Yep. I suppose. <laughs> Why do people overuse drugs because it feels good i wrote down risk reward and that is they know the reward up front and they're willing to take the risk on the front end and then eventually it could turn in to the next high you know trying to recoup what you got on the first half. It's, it's called chasing the dragon. You're the always trying to find that exact same high that you did the first time. And what people. And you never will. Yeah. People. You'll never. It'll never feel the same as that first high. It's that like you having ever had. sex for the first time. Sort of. You could chase that deal all day long. It'll never be like. Or that. sometimes you can get better as time goes by. And, and we dream. <laughs> So why do people use drugs in excess to cope with illnesses, to relieve stress? I mean, okay, in my opinion, the reason people keep using more and more is because they're trying to reach that high. And that little, okay, you did this much here. Well, I tried that much again. It didn't do the same, so I need to ump it up. I need to bump it up. Or ump it up. Whichever one. And, and people, I mean, okay, I try this. Well, I'm, I'm not getting. Not so good. It's still not the same thing, so I need to bump it up even mm-hmm. more. 
and it's just more and more because you're trying to reach that high or some people you're just trying to get to a high and that's like okay i did this small amount it's done nothing to me i still i'm still able to you could say feel pain or Mm -hmm. i'm still lucid and i want to be not so lucid yeah and so it's like i gotta keep doing more keep doing more because your body gets so used to the ingestion of this foreign substance that uh, you got to keep doing more just to get back to that baseline of where you wanted to be. So if we as a country have legalized the intake of alcohol and some places legalizing the intake of marijuana, why not legalize other illegal drugs. I've thought about that, and it's just, I mean, more than often, I think that as soon as they do, I won't say legalize it, but as soon as they start to regulate it, it's going to, it's going to put more strain on the government. The government will then put more strain on to the people. What do you mean by strain? Well, I mean, so if the government legalizes it. Mm-hmm. Let's say to, tomorrow, let's go with next year because we're so close to it. Next year, they legalize heroin. Okay. They're going to have to regulate it. because okay. they're, they're not going to just you're let to, free reign over it. Right, they're going to have right. to regulate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. To regulate it, you're going to have to have more people. Okay. That's never been a problem for the government to do, to hire more people. That's not the only thing is more people. The problem is you have to find the laws. Mm-hmm. You have to define the laws on where it is legal, where it isn't legal. Because alcohol and pot is still technically legal, mm-hmm. but there's certain times and certain places that it is not at all. Yeah. I- Any time behind the wheel of the car. Yes. <laughs> illegal. I mean, it would be the same thing. You have to, you have to define those laws. And then you have to have people that are in place to regulate that mm-hmm. because it's not only uh, what uh, it's not just what they're buying. It's how much they're buying, mm-hmm. how much they're how much is getting taxed, how much is coming back to the government. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It comes down to money for sure. But then again, you also I mean, uh, Colorado is a perfect example they were taxing the marijuana so much that it was cheaper than to just buy it on the street from some guy. And but is it legal as well? No. The the stuff that you grow, say you grow yourself, it's not legal. You can grow it yourself uh-huh. and it be legal. And smoke it yourself? Yeah. Or ingest it ever how you want to ingest yeah. it? But you it, your own supply. Oh, oh, oh. Your, your own, own supply. Look your out. own supply is legal. Yeah. Okay. Now, selling it to selling. somebody. Yeah, I get that. I get that. That That is where it's illegal. Mm-hmm. So if you made your own alcohol, moonshine, that's legal now, right? I'm not sure. On I that. believe if it's for your own consumption in our state, I think it's legal. Okay. But selling it is a different is, deal. Yeah. yeah. And I get that. I, I do understand that. Because there's okay, there's supposed to be uh, regulators that go through and make sure that it is what you're selling. There's no extra no revenueers. Things. Revenueers are coming. I well, learned they, that from they, the Dukes of Hazard. The, go- the government wants their money. Oh sure, sure. But part of 
part of that regulation is also making sure that what is being sold is what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's where the illegal part of it is so dangerous. Yeah. Okay, they could they could guarantee that, oh, this is 100% heroin or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's cheaper to go to that guy over there who's going to sell me the same amount. It might have a little bit of fentanyl. It might have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You'd have to go out of your way to do that, though. Are we talking about marijuana or are we just talking about any kind of drug? Any kind of drug. Okay, but you'd have to go out of your way to produce that. What do you mean produce? No, I mean, where do you get that at? I don't. Uh, you don't go down the cartels are bringing it over the border, drugstore, and get it. Do no, you look you, at alcohol in the same light as you do uh, other drugs that we've that we've mentioned? No, because well, that's where we differ, Chris. <laughs> Well, I in said, other ways, I said because, and then you cut me off. <laughs> well, again. I kind of knew where you were coming from. Where was I coming from? Well, I think you put alcohol in a whole different light than you do, say, marijuana, mushrooms, LSD, heroin. Well, why cocaine. is that? I'm not sure. I probably should have let you finish your sentence <laughs> Thank to you. figure it out. <laughs> My wife says I interrupt you all the time. You're the one interrupted me. Well, you know when we mention them. Yeah. Don't talk bad about my wife. No, it has nothing to do with your wife. Especially on our anniversary. No, happy anniversary. <laughs> no, but... Uh, 20 years? No. No? 11. Huh? Does it feel like 20? Sometimes. Oh, he said that. Yes, I did. Alcohol, Chris. The reason I don't... You fart- need alcohol when you're married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just... I haven't... I I have seen... Like meth and heroin through like what it's done to family. It's been close. It's been close? What do you mean? What you have seen has been The ill effects of it. Okay. Now I've seen where there are alcoholics out there, Mm -hmm. but it hasn't been too, too close. I don't get the close part. What are you talking about? Close to your family? Close to you? Close to People that you know? People I know, like I don't, yeah. I don't see it. All well, the I'm the opposite on that. I've seen a lot of the ill effects from alcohol, and well, I've seen the effects from heroin as well. Not really cocaine, LSD, marijuana. Yes, meth. I don't think meth. I'm not sure. Uh, well, no, I take that back. I do believe that was, but alcohol, I think, is one of the most overused, under criminalized. Uh, drugs that we have why why do you think well i think that let's go with the nfl me and you watch a lot of nfl football love it sorry for our titans but we still love it um but it is like a thing and we live in the middle of country music usa and you can't walk the streets of nashville without there being a sign of alcohol here Come and have a good time. Good time over here because we have alcohol in the stadium. What do you see? Beer after beer after beer after beer. Our college stadiums now sell what? Beer. And what is that all good for? To alter your mind. To alter who you are. Can you not have a good time without changing who you are? What if, (laughs) what if all of a sudden instead of the alcohol, 
Now we say, hey, everybody, everybody gets some heroin to have a good time. It's just going to be a little bit. Everybody gets a little bit of heroin. And every sign you see in your city, we have heroin here. We have H or whatever they call it uh, here. And now everybody's going to have a good time because everybody gets heroin. There'd be an outcry about that crap. But there's not about alcohol. But it does alter who you are. If it, Okay. If it was to happen tomorrow, yes, there would be an uproar about it. Mm-hmm. But say six to eight months from now, and they've been talking about how, oh, it's it's only this bad if you keep doing If they keep – if the people that want it legalized and then have people in – Congress and the House and all this other stuff start. Uh, I can't say it's not de demonizing. Uh, they're 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 give, they're putting it in a brighter light, brighter light, trying not to put a stigma behind mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they did with uh, with pot. I mean, no, what was the website? They slowly changed the color on eBay. eBay, yeah, and then everybody was fine with it. But when they stopped it, all of a sudden they was mad. Well, when they slowly changed it, that's what you're saying about the yeah, heroin. Too, if, you know? if they would do that with heroin, mm-hmm. it would be that way for a lot of people because they are, I mean. Do you think the majority would go along with that? Not at first. That's why. No, I, if they slowly did it, you think the if majority If they slowly would. did it, yeah, it would. I'm almost inclined be, to agree with you. It might be a year. Sadly. But yeah, they're, I mean. Not agree. <laughs> I'm not saying to agree with you. I'm just. I believe you're exactly right. I believe the majority of people would go along. Now, why do we have to change ourselves to have a good time? That seems to be a huge slogan around where we live. It's not that you have to. It's that you can. But it's encouraged, right? But that's because it's a it, the people that are making it are a company. They are trying to make a profit on it, mm-hmm. and it is something that is legal. But Alcohol- you're profiting off of, off of potentially – Ruining people's lives, potentially. So, I mean, okay, so there shouldn't be a company that's allowed to sell chocolate because somebody... We're not going to put candy and sugar in the same category as alcohol and... and I, I no, am, I am, because sugar it. is a drug. No, it's not. Yes, no, it's sugar not. is addictive. Sugar it's is, addictive, yes, sugar. so is sex. And people are addicted to it. What's your point? My point is <laughs> just just because people have the ability to do stuff like over-excessively drink or somebody go and buy 12 candy bars a day, is it the, is it the company's fault that they, sell, they sold the uh, no. chocolate bars? Okay, is it the, the company's fault that they just sell the beer? No. It's that person's fault. Or in a lot of cases, or in some cases, they go to a bar. It's that bartender's fault for selling them that many after seeing them sloshed. Okay? Uh, somebody goes to the uh, liquor store and buys a fifth of Jack. And then they just sit there in the parking lot and keep drinking and drinking and drinking. Is that on the liquor company's fault? No. Because they overdid it. They had the right to overdo it. Now, they didn't have the right to overdo it in their car and go drive. No. But it was, you. we as human beings are given the ability 
to make decisions. The male brain is wired to go have sex with as many women as possible. But we have to use our minds that God has given us and God has told us that that's not something we need to be doing. We should only be having sex with one woman that we marry. Or unless you're in the Old Testament times, then you're marrying a bunch of women, and th- but those are the women you're having sex with. We're not, ca- we're not called to spread our seed everywhere like that. We are, gi- we are given the wherewithal to make choices. Just because someone has a sip of beer doesn't mean that they're slosh drunk and they can't make decisions. It might give them a little buzz, make them feel a little loose, not loose. It might, it might loosen them up so that they can actually sit there and enjoy what's happening. How could you not enjoy that without that, though? Oh, uh, they could be, I mean, it's like anxiety meds. Somebody could be overdoing it. And it's not actually being a positive thing that they're harping on this. It's causing their health to decline. I mean, you can you can be over-anxious and it put more stress on your heart than your heart can handle. You're preaching to the choir on that one, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying you can't find other ways to yes. deal with it, but I it think could be one it, way. it all cost cost to enjoy whatever you're, you're going to a soccer match or a football game or a car race or whatever is is to enjoy that who you are un uh, un uh, what's the word unencumbered unencumbered come on in there larry the cucumber uh unencumbered hey, I'm fine with that yes why and, and i get some folks are trying to uh get away from stresses and troubles of the world and their everyday life and maybe this event uh gives them that opportunity but i just have to believe and i'm not saying because i do it it's the right way I'm just saying this is the way I work in my mind that uh, that if you go to an event uh, sober uh, and leave that way, uh, I've been I've been to uh, events before and people around me are all alcoholed up and now when you say alcoholed up. You're talking about they're drunk or they've just had one beer in their hand the whole time and they're sipping on it and enjoying it. I'm not sure in the difference, but yeah. The the difference is somebody that's sipping on a beer throughout the night is not doing it. Isn't it funny how we can, um, the things that we want to make right with our wording, we can in, in our mind, rationalizing, like I'm sitting here saying I'm a staunch no when it comes to alcohol. Yeah, you have every right to that. Right, right. But yet, it so, sounds like, I don't know, I'm not putting words in your mouth. It sounds like 
that you would be okay with social drinking, glass of wine for dinner, one beer at a football game, and in your mind, that's the limit. Now, if you go over that, then you're like, no, you can't, you shouldn't do that. In my mind, it's like no alcohol and anything you do is wrong. So, and there's people that would look even further down the road than what you do and say, you know, two beers is is okay. And as long as you can stand up, you're good. And, you know, it's funny how you could probably survey 100 people on that category and maybe get 80 answers that are, you know, not the same. But I, and I, I'll, I'll preface this with saying, I have seen the effects of alcohol and that will sway the way i mean i think all i think the majority of our mindsets are swayed with things that we've seen lives that we've seen destroyed yes or lifted up into our answers about drugs alcohol religion sports a lot of it is what we have seen personally and I have seen the effects of alcohol from one and, sip, huh? The the effects from somebody from one. That's sip. how every alcoholic starts with a sip. But not everybody's an alcoholic. If you never take it, you won't have to worry about running into somebody head on on the on the on the highway while you're drunk and have no idea where you're at and killing somebody, much less yourself. Okay. If you don't take that sip, you won't have to live through that. Unless the other car driver decided they wanted to be a drunk. You don't have to live through that if you never take a sip. But as you just said, that person coming on head on. You to can't you. do nothing about them. Just be right with Jesus when it happens. I can't imagine. So what you're, what you're saying is you want to take away the ability of having alcohol. Yes. Because you've had bad experiences. Well, because I've seen what it can do. Yes. And possibly... If someone have seen, have lived or saw negative effects from these other drugs we've mentioned, marijuana, LSD, cocaine, heroin, they would be staunch proponents of getting that crap away from everybody they know. Okay, I get that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, where where do I have the right, where does... Guy B, C, D, E have the right to tell people what they can and can't do. That's why we have laws. There there are laws, but for the most part, we can live our lives. Heroin's and, not legal. No. And the only reason alcohol is legal is no. what? Okay. Is the use of is the use of cocaine illegal? No. It's the possessing of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can do whatever you want in this life. There's consequences for everything we do. Correct. And who is who's to say that I can't go over there and get some cocaine from the drug dealer down the street? That's an option. And use it. It is an option, yes. Okay. I didn't tell you you couldn't. But the effects that you're going to put on society, then they have a say on that. But what? But where I'm getting at is you're not going to stay in in the basement and snort cocaine 
you know, all through the day and not going to affect anybody. Chances are that's not how that works. I I don't know. I I I don't have a basement. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, so the, if if we were to get a campaign today mm-hmm. with well, that's going to take some cash, ain't it? <laughs> with thousands of people, oh, if not millions of dollars, I'm with it to get uh, people in Congress and certain uh, movie actors or sports stars to come out there and start talking about how bad alcohol is and all mm-hmm. this. We could. Get, it would. I'd be down with it. You'd be down with it, but there's mm-hmm. not enough people that is down with it. So they don't have to be. Okay, I but what? Try. But what I'm what I'm getting at though? They keep is, one person from start start drinking. I'd do it. Just one. I'd like it to be a lot more, but yeah, I'd but, start but with what one. I'm, but what I'm saying is, to be in the perfect world where that is, you have to have so many people that think just like you, and the hot, mm-hmm. the likelihood of that is slim to none. Mm-hmm. Then that makes me think what I'm doing is exactly right. Uh, but we're getting a little off subject, I think. No, not uh, really, because I, I mean, think just a little bit. No, because we're still on that subject. But the reason that these illegal drugs are so illegal is because of the perceptions of it. It can only be one kind of illegal, though, not illegal. Illegal drugs. And the perception of it, you're exactly right. It's the perception. to where That's why I was saying that if the perception was changed, it was starting to get changed now, within the next... Would you want heroin to be legal? Myself, I no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want meth legal or anything. Yeah. But there's people out there that want every single drug ever to be legalized mm-hmm. because they don't want the government telling them, telling people what we can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Okay, you still pay taxes. Well, the whole, the whole, the whole reason why some people would do want that also is so that uh, they the government can tax it, and that's even more tax revenue that the government has. Mm-hmm. But people have to be okay with it. I mean, we're seeing it. I'm not going to say it. Cause you can say it. No, because it's going to lead. It's going to. Oh, yeah. I know that direction. Uh, ODs in the United States, Chris. I looked up a little stat I was interested in. It's a lot more um, than it needs to be or should be well, at all uh, from zero. One state to another. Uh, our state come in number 10 in the top 10, rounded up number 10 in the most ODs uh, per 100,000 people. But the number one state, the most ODs uh, in 2023, West Virginia. Now, why an OD is what? Overdose. And what would cause someone to overdose? They're trying to reach that high, and so they take. They think that taking more will help them get there. I, I had wrote down ignorance. Ignorance causes OD, unless it's on purpose. And in that case, it kind of ought to be labeled as suicide. You know what I'm saying? Well, it is. Certain ODs are considered suicides because... Now, if you OD, are you dead? Is that... No. ODs don't. I think these stats that I wrote down were people losing their lives. 
Uh, to ODs. When when they talk about ODs, they usually will yes. specify I'm it. I'm pretty sure it did say that. Because there's people that overdose. That OD, I mean, that go and get better. And, well, I mean, that's why you uh, yeah. why police officers and um, ambulances run around with quite a bit of Narcan. Mm-hmm. It's because if somebody's uh, overdosing, that's they can hit them with the Narcan. I believe these were people that lost their lives. I'm, and I, I'm sorry for my inconsistencies. I can't. I can't I'm tell you how many times I've sure. seen uh, police body cams of people getting hit with Narcan because they're overdosing, mm-hmm. and the per- the other person that's there with them is like, "Oh my God, they're overdosing!" They've called nine one one. Police get there and they give them the Narcan, and the person's mad. Mm-hmm. Because they ruined their high. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you're dying. <laughs> saved your life. I'm trying to save your life. I had a I had a good friend that OD'd on heroin and lost lost his life. And I can say that from talking to people in his family that his personality from early on, from early teenage years was an addictive personality from early on. And he knew that as well and could go long periods of time without any problems. But all it took was one more time, and here we go. He's a total different person. He's got to get that next high, next high, next high. And... You know, it come to a point to where there were no more highs left, and he lost his life. And at at a relatively young age, which is really sad. Um, but I got to thinking about him while I was doing this research here, and how many of him's are out there and and ready for the next high, and they're not going to get another one. That's it. Um, that's really sad, but I know what I said earlier about the alcohol. If you never take a sip, you won't be an alcoholic. For some people, they've already took a sip or they've already tried the heroin or they've tried the meth. They've tried to Coke. They've tried the marijuana. Okay. Well, and another thing I'm going to give to you though, is certain substances, certain substances are technically more addictive than others. Like alcohol, I think it's more with the person that. Uh, yes, part I of agree. It is. But I think it can increase dramatically with the, with the person with yes. who's taking. But it's like cocaine. I think it's heroin, cocaine, and meth are the three most addictive. I, I could be mistaken on it. I've I'm going off of what I've heard, but those are the three most addictive substances. Like as soon as you do it once, you're hooked. Whereas, whereas and the update with alcohol, says with alcohol, uh, there's plenty of people that they can have a drink or a sip and it does nothing to them. Where there, but there's still the same people that if they have it, oh, they're hooked on it for forever. I mean, that's with anything. Mm-hmm. But it's there's something in cocaine and heroin and meth that's meant to get you hooked i I mean you can be hooked on prescription pills as well but there's what i'm getting at is there's a chemical compound in there Mm -hmm. that when it hits your brain like Mm -hmm. it's it's more addictive that's what it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. whereas with 
alcohol. It's not. It, its purpose wasn't to be well, addictive. Those that you mentioned though are more uh, volatile as well. They make you euphoric or up uplifting, whereas alcohol is a suppressant. There are two different types. There are suppressants and um, uppers. There's uppers and downers. Suppressants and I guess suppressants are uppers and depressants are downers. Uh, suppress stimulants. Stimulants. That's what. What did I think of? Don't know. Stimulants and dep- and depressants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to take alcohol on a regular, you're you're not euphoric. Now your situation may make you euphoric. If you're at a party, you know you like the atmosphere. And possibly that is making you euphoric, yet you're slowing your system way down by the more alcohol you intake. And so by the time the party's over, you're super low because now the party's done and you're as low as you can get. (laughs) That's why you can't walk at this point. Uh, well, it's it's slowing down your motor skills mm-hmm. and it's messing with your balance. Yep. And but the thing is, is you can have you could have a beer depending on your size, depending on who you are. You could have a beer and it do it so minimally that you would have no different feeling other than you've slowed down a little bit. It wouldn't mess with your motor functions. Why do you think most people drink? Well, if it's beer, I beer. don't know. Let's just go with straight straight up. Beer, beer. I don't know, because beer, to me, tastes like warm piss water. I don't want to know how you know how that tastes. It's what I think it would taste like. <laughs> okay. I well, mean, it, I, I'm going to guess it's not for the flavor. I'm just guessing it's not for the flavor. There are people that like beer for the flavor. I don't yeah. know how. I mean, a Coke Zero, you know? No, I don't like that either. There, there's a good flavor. No, it's not. Do, do they make that in Coke Zero flavor? I don't think so. Thank you. You don't have to worry about the alcohol. You don't don't have to worry about the law coming after you after a couple of Coke Zeros. You got to worry about it with Mountain Dew now because they make Mountain Dew, but with alcohol in it. Yeah, you know when you're buying it if you got to show your ID or not. But if you were drinking uh, a, a, I don't know, one of the alcohol, I don't know. one of the alcohols, just not beer, anything else. Whiskey. Whiskey. Uh, do you put that in something, or do you just drink it by itself, or how does that work? I mean, it just depends on how you like it. I mean, but you could you could f- flavor it to where it tastes good. I mean, there's cinnamon uh, there's cinnamon whiskey called Fireball. It tastes like the fire red gum, Ooh. which is dangerous. Big red. Uh so that for that you could be drinking it for the flavor, the taste, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you're drinking them both for one reason. That's to to get inebriated, to some to some degree. Could be a very slight inebriation, it could be a very large inebriation, but that's the only reason you're drinking that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the only reason people take. Hydrocodone, oxycodone, 
morphine for pain mm-hmm, to change where they're at to change their situation but is I that such now, a bad thing i don't know i mean i'm just we're just using this as There's, a but okay where i'm getting at is there are plenty of people out there that thinking any changing of your body is a terrible thing so taking a medicine that helps with your pain is a bad thing taking anxiety medication is a bad thing because it's changing your chemical makeup it's changing who you are everything anything you eat changes who you are the people that are around you change who you are so just ta- just because taking a pill changes that makeup is not necessarily a bad thing not necessarily no no i mean you can get so addictive to any kind of drug that you go rob mom and dad or Billy down the street for their money just so you can get that next hookup. Imagine if we had the consultations and the guidance with what we eat and with the prescription drugs we take. In order to take a prescription drug, you have a consultation you have a list of instructions. You have a, you know, take one every so often. Imagine if we had that with what we eat. We that do. would be awesome. It's called nutritionists that yeah. pay that make you pay them through the nose. That would be awesome to say, hey, look, okay, you can have you can have a Reese cup, but only three times a week and only in this moderation. But you're going to have to accompany that with so much meat, so much this, so much that. That would be awesome. And I don't know why we do not look at our intake. Nutritionist would not. We all should have that in our life. And it shouldn't cost us through the nose. We okay, ought to. So, do, so their work that they're doing. It shouldn't cost us through the nose. Should it cost? Sure. Yeah. But not you know crazy amounts but, maybe but our insurance should cover but, it got insurance okay. for a reason <laughs> insurance insurance is a insurance is a uh, i mean at the end of the day isn't our uh nutrition like high on the list if not number one with our health i mean with how we breathe how we walk how we communicate is what we eat is going to slow us down speed us up you know eat more fruits maybe you ward off more colds less fruits less water maybe you get more sick okay but having in having insurance in it i don't think would help the process because it would help the nutritionist receive their money which is what you were saying okay okay. what i'm saying though is that nutritionist over there is you're actually pointing your finger well it's us i'm pointing at a specific location over there yes over there across the street that nutritionist is six hundred dollars per session wow or whatever okay who's the i want the generic one they're the generic oh (laughs) but yeah okay but that's because you have insurance Mm -hmm. because they know that okay i can say it's going to be this much the insurance is only going to give me this much. Mm-hmm. So they're going to try to charge the most to get it out of insurance. No, this is hypothetical. This, well, I mean, this is, I can do the same thing with doctors right now. Mm-hmm. 
doctors are charging through the nose for stuff because insurance fights to pay them. Yes, such they they little. do they do that. That's for sure. And so these doctors are now getting less, and so they're going to take any chance they can at. They're gonna for that one ibuprofen you had. Mm-hmm. They're gonna charge one hundred and fifty bucks yeah, for it. Yeah, I, I yeah, you're right. And so I, that, I just wonder. So, real so because you have insurance, mm-hmm. it's at, for you. It might be fifty bucks, mm-hmm. but for me, since I don't have insurance, lots more. It's one hundred fifty bucks for that but one. See, pill. I think it ought to work the opposite way. You know, instead of if, us if, paying, if you have a good doctor. Mm-hmm. They will try to help you as much as possible. But they ought not have to do that. That ought not be how a, a doctor works. You know, instead but, of us but as... What, no, time out. He's doing it again. <laughs> where Where is it... And where is it in humanity that you can say how much that person charges for what they're doing? I think the... Um, it, it's it's supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. That doctor. That will say how much they get. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The supply and demand mm-hmm. is this doctor can charge this for this, whatever this is, mm-hmm. because somebody is willing to pay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they have to pay it because mm-hmm. of insurance. Mm-hmm. But just because. I need this service. I don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. So to get this service, I have to pay it. Yeah. But they're not going to tell me what that service is or anything until after the process, so I can't say, "Oh, I don't want, I don't want that ibuprofen." They've already given it to me because I'm in pain. I'm in mm-hmm. so much pain that I have to take, take it, it. Mm-hmm. and then later on, yeah. they're going to hand me the bill. It's not like walking into a restaurant, looking at the menu, and no. seeing that a hamburger where, is six bucks. I only have three. Where I do <laughs> believe they should have to do that. The insurance process is what allows them to not have to do that. Because the insurance process is they're going to throw out an obscene number for the insurance company to then come and say, oh, for this, we're only going to give you this much. Doctor has, if they've said that they're going to take that insurance, more than likely it's going to be the highest. uh, But then the insurance has to say in that deal. Yeah. But the little guy right here, mm-hmm. I can't go to that doctor and say, I'm only going to give you this much. Mm-hmm. They'll say, okay, but then they're sending you to collections. Mm-hmm. And collections is going to be coming at you for later on taking it out of your paycheck. Maybe we're not getting nutritionist. <laughs> but but that's that's where I'm coming at. Is yeah. I hear a lot of people all the yeah. time, oh, insurance should be this, insurance be No, it shouldn't. What should happen is people should be able to come out and say, or doctors mm-hmm. is the medical field. This is how much this is. This is how much yeah. this is. And now you you and work then I around. Can, I can say I can't that. afford that doctor. Can't afford that doctor. I'll go to this doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with it. And it um, shouldn't be that I'm forced to pay because insurance just for myself right now, for myself to have critical care. If I break my arm or something, insurance will pay for that. Just for that, for one month for me, is $500. Mm. I can't afford that. That's a lot of money. Yes. And that's just because, I mean, it started off with uh, when Obama was in 
pow- was in there and said that everybody has to have insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it, it wasn't only the fact that the companies could then say, oh, I'm going to up my prices all that much. It's saying, okay, we need this much capital to then be able to, if everybody does get sick all at one time, be able to pay a certain amount of money out. So what do you think the answer is to that? To what? Since our representatives and senators all get free insurance, and you're going to have to pay $500 a month, and you're paying for their well, insurance. Yeah, they should. Does that make any sense to anybody? To the people in, in Washington? It's the only reason they but want the, to get elected. But, but the thing about it is, though, is people will still vote for them. Hmm? It's your only option. You don't have an option. Right. See, you got A and B. You don't. Yeah, and then you're running to go get free insurance. No, you're running <laughs> so that you can end it. But, but, the, thing, but the thing about it is, though, it takes more than one person. Yeah. I think once you get into the system, though, you like the free insurance. That's what I think happens. I don't know. Well, I mean, Let, last look, question. Look at, no, we'll look at Bernie question. Sanders. Bernie you Sanders can look went at in, him. He went up there as a communist. I mean, he he had a his honeymoon was in the uh, SSR, USSR, okay, Soviet Union. He was a staunch uh, uh, socialist. He says he still is now, but he's leaning more towards capitalists ever since he got his book deal and is then making millions of dollars because he used to say, uh, "We need to up the taxes on the million and billionaires." If you if you look like, back at like the, the uh, it was the 2016 uh, races when he was going against Hillary, he was saying we need to up the taxes on the millionaires and billionaires. Well, after the after the 2016 race and his book came out and he became a millionaire, if you look at it, he no longer says millionaires. He now just says billionaires. <laughs> and he start and he's starting to not say that. He's start he's starting to say the. Top 1%. 1%, yeah. I've heard that. Um, Last question. When you go to the dentist and they give you the gas, you ever had the gas, Chris? I love the gas. Nitrous oxide. If that was readily available, would you or would you not be hooked on it? (laughs) You you think that it's not? I know it's readily available. Well, Uh, not, uh, not just not. I'm not just saying like, oh, you can go down to the store. You can just go down to the store mm-hmm. and find something that has nitrous oxide in mm-hmm. it and huff it. I know. I don't do that. Here's the thing. I thought that was a wonderful idea. Back in my 20s, late 30s, had a lot of uh, work done in my mouth. Used up a lot of nitrous oxide yep. and, and it loved good. every minute of it. Until one day. They left the nitrous oxide off. They left it on. Oh. And so at the end of that deal, they normally give you oxygen to clear your head up, and then you go on about your way. Wait, when? Oxygen. You're supposed to get oxygen? Yes. Well, this day, they never done that. It was straight nitrous until I got out of the chair. I get out of the chair, and I realize what has happened, because I'm still loopy. I never come back to myself. I've Worked my way down the hallway to the front desk, did my little deal for the next uh, appointment, and I started out to my car, and I thought, okay, when I get out here to the fresh air, I'll be good. I took in some deep breaths, and I'm still 
not doing well. It takes a lot of oxygen. Yes, it does. And I get in my car, and I think maybe when I get – probably wasn't a smart idea, but I did. When I get going down the road, I'll be better. Windows down, breathing in some air. Uh Uh-uh. And then when I get on the interstate to go home. That's a mistake. The traffic stopped, and my head just started hurting so bad. I don't know what went down, but from that point forward, I didn't like nitrous oxide anymore. <laughs> when it's used correctly, because I'm sitting there thinking so, when we were talking about if someone, if I decided tomorrow, I'm going to start huffing nitrous oxide, and yeah, I'm going to feel like that every time, versus when somebody knows what they're doing, administers it to you in a certain amount, plus the oxygen at the end. Hey, everybody, because that's the way it was supposed to be used. But when you when you do it the other way, and that was accidental on their part, but, man, can you imagine? I can imagine me trying to administer to myself. It'd well, at a, the amount that they were administering to you, it would probably be that way, but the little amount that you would get from something you could buy mm-hmm. is very little. I'm looking for a whole bottle. I mean, I'm not looking for just a little bit. It's just a whole canister. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, if you my insurance to, was was cost. It was costing me sixty sixty dollars. You want nitrous oxide? Shot. Just oh. go down to the whipped cream section. Mm. I mean, that's what those. Uh, mm. Yeah, they call him. Uh, Stevo was hooked to him. The like guy from cream. the guy from Jackass, mm-hmm. uh, Stevo, he was hooked on whip. They call him Whippets, which is nitrous mm-hmm. oxide. Mm. I mean, he would. He said that when he for a. Uh, if he ran out of his little canisters of straight nitrous oxide, he'd go to the store and buy them out of uh, whipped cream, and he would just huff the nitrous oxide out of the can. Mm. Bless his heart. We all want to be like Steve-O. No, I do not. So, Chris, we're going to tell him today, if y'all want to or you don't want to, or maybe you do, maybe you don't, we do care. We but would like for you to share this. We would like you to text... The well, word drugs. Well, first, before, the, before they text you, we would like them to share this with their friends and family. We would. We've already asked once in the show, but if you want to ask twice, it's okay. Does it hurt to ask twice? No, we'll just go through the whole show asking them to share and talk about it. I have it no problem begging. I, don't either. I no. will beg if people if people text you and say they want me to beg, I will beg. You ain't too proud to beg. I ain't too proud to beg. <laughs> but if you would text the word drugs to 615-330-3644. Uh, we will uh, accept your knowledge. And that is spelled D-R-U-G-S. Or you can just spell it any way you want to. We don't care. D-Rugs. What, what if they What if they send uh, S-L-U-G? Huh? S-L-U-G. Then we know that they're probably using D-R-U-G. But you said they could spell it however you they can. want. You can. It's going to tell about you if you spell it like S-L-U-G's. What does that spell? Slugs. Okay. Hmm. I can spell. I didn't Chris. say G's. I you said okay? G. You okay? Are yeah. you okay? Because you're, you're right. adding S. You're, you're, right. you're like an old person adding an S to Kroger. You're right. You put Kroger. a Z on it. Put a Z on it. No. That makes it cool. We're getting off topic here now, so I think we're going to call it a day. A day. It is a day. That mm-hmm. ends in Y. Mm-hmm. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. 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 Mm, 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 ah, ah, ah. <laughs>